0: Hello there. I am André Fernandes in Help City, Socorro São Paulo. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation.
1: Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. And we have a special guest. Dilma Paim.
0: Hello, dear friends. Hello, teachermo!
1: Hello, sweet Dilma. Today, we're studying Lesson 7 for Monday. I said Monday, November 13th. Rise and shine. If you are a mortal, you have to work today. Go forth and shine for Jesus in the workplace. If you are a special angel like Dilma, that she doesn't need to work today, stay home and take your time. Take your time. But the lesson title for today is called Jesus method and response He is the greatest teacher of all, so let us see how we can learn from him first, let us pray dilma please dear Laura, Thank you so much for your blessings on us. thank
0: you so so much for this week that we can start work or study, or do whatever we have to do. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Stay with us during this study. Bless each each one of us. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. The lesson starts with the following. The Bible tells us that the lawyer came to test Jesus, as we saw yesterday. But Jesus knew what his intentions were. Indeed, God knows the longings and desires of our hearts more than we ourselves do. And we certainly do not know the heart or the motives of those who question us, do we?
0: Sometimes, people from other religions question us about our faith. For instance, our Muslim friends ask us questions related to Jesus' divinities, such as, where in the Bible did Jesus say that he is God? Or, why do you say there is one God when you have three persons in the Trinity? Though these seem to be provocative questions, yet the heartfelt need for Jesus can be genuine and can represent a deep longing or emptiness of those asking the questions. We don't know their hearts. We don't know We don't need to. We simply need to minister to others the best we can, regardless of their deepest motives.
1: Amen for that. And uh, many times it's tempting for us to say to the person, go away, leave me alone. Oh, we don't feel patient, right, about being tested. Oh, come Mm -hmm. on. It sounds like a provocation sometimes. But Jesus' example was that he could witness, even in those moments of testing and provocation. May we learn to follow and walk in Jesus' footsteps. Now we are encouraged yes. to open our Bibles. So what are we supposed to do, Dilma? What are we supposed to do? Open your
0: Bibles. Oh, dear
1: friends. Right. don't be lazy. Don't, Don't be, lazy. be lazy. Open our Bibles. First we're going to be going to Matthew chapter 26 verse 56. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled.
0: I'll be reading Acts 17:11 from the NIV. Now, the Berian Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if
1: what paul what Paul said was true. Yes, we have to examine the scripture the scriptures every day to really yes. find out fantastic first corinthians fifteen three for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures.
0: 2 Timothy three sixteen. it says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, amen. By the way, dear Dilma, uh, those of you guys learning English as a second or foreign language, did you know that we can pronounce the word breathe and breath? Oh, yes. I always
0: confuse teacher Mo Help me. Uh,
1: yes, <laughs> you and all the other mortals, they get confused. That is not <laughs> a problem at all. Breathe is the verb and it finishes with the letter E. So we we'll say breathe. I breathe as the song says, this is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. I breathe, that's it. Now we have breath. There is no final E in this verb. So my breath, that's the breath, the breath. So they are very similar, but breathe breath. Let's call the whole thing off. That's all right, no matter what. We need air to live. Right, Dilma? Right. We really need air. Yeah. So those those verses are so different. And the lesson presents this question. How? I said how. How do these verses help us understand Jesus' response to the lawyer in Luke 10, 26? I don't remember the answer anymore. Wow, yeah. (laughs) So let us open our Bibles to Luke 26. Uh, uh, What did Jesus Ah. ask, answer the the lawyer, Dilma?
0: What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it?
1: Right. Mm. Interesting, huh? Jesus didn't say, I think, maybe this is or not. He Mm. answered the question with another question. Guiding the lawyer to go to the scriptures. To go to the Bible, yeah? So this is an example about Jesus' method and how he would answer those questions. By the way, those of you learning English as a second or foreign language, we have the temptation of the pronunciation for the word answer, A-N-S-W-E-R. We insist on pronouncing the W because it's there, but it is silent in English. So we say answer. How do we say it, dear Delma? answer. You are a fantastic student and teacher, girl. That's it. You are a
0: fantastic teacher.
1: (laughs) Thank you. So, sometimes we want answers, but do not put in the work ourselves to find them. This is a problem. Many people, many students of mine, teacher, what is the meaning of this word? Teacher, what is the meaning of that word? What is the pronunciation? And do you know what I say to them, Dilma? I'm not a dictionary. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Look it up. You have Google. Go. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. And Jesus uses method as well. Jesus said, what is written in the law? How do you read it? Jesus pointed to a very important aspect of learning. Instead of only listening to what others have to tell us, we need to read the scriptures, the word of God, for ourselves the answers already are there and the holy spirit works on our hearts to impress upon us what we need to do opening a parenthesis here our little local church here in jaguar city they have this habit as well everybody that goes to the worship services on sunday wednesdays sabbath they always take the bible and when the preacher tells them a bible verse Everybody really opens the Bible together. They don't wait for the projection on the screen. They open the Bible. They want to check by themselves what he's saying. Like, for example, uh, if I tell you, uh, Mark 17, verse 1, says that uh, Jesus ascended to heaven in a carriage of fire. Do you believe me or do you check it? I will check. Right. And when you go to check Mark 17, verse 1, what are you going to find, Dilma? Not your words. Maybe another word. Yeah, very (laughs) good. You know why? Because there is no Mark 17. The gospel according to Mark has only 16 chapters. Yes, only 16. Yes. And by the way, that's my favorite gospel. I love the gospel according to Mark. Because it's full of action. All the time there is action. It's not a dull moment. Do you have a favorite gospel, Dilma? Mm,
0: Yes. I like John. I like John. Many
1: people do. Yes. Yes. Uh Many people do. Well, the final paragraph before the final question. Dilma, could you read for us, please?
0: Yes. God has given us his word. In it, we can find all the truth that we need to know about how we are supposed to live, about how we are supposed to treat others, and about how we can inherit eternal life. Sure, there is a role for teachers and ministers, but in the end, we must go to the Bible for the truths that matter. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a lied to my path. Psalm 119, verse 105. This verse is not just poetry. It's sacred truth, pointing us to the word of God and its importance to the believer.
1: Jesus, the word of God made flesh, always pointed people back to the written word. Final question, what should this tell us about the importance of the Bible and why we must reject any philosophical or theological reasoning that lessens or diminishes our trust in the Bible? Very important question, my friends. Take time to think about these answers and meditate about it. How important is the Bible to you? And to your family. Well, this is the end of Lesson 7. Lesson 7 for Monday, November 13th. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes Unesp. I am Mo Sena, Moacir Sena, and Dilma Pain. And we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. And thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying not only with us, but for us. May the Lord grant you a wonderful Monday and a blessed week. See you around. Bye-bye.